after, after God, chase after Christ. Uh, I had a tough week. I couldn't understand it. I was working on services. I knew I'd be preaching tonight. And I would get into it. I thought, I got it. I got the perfect sermon. I got it. Start sitting down. I'd read, write. Nothing. Go blank. Well, good grief. Another day comes. I got it. Like I told my wife, I got it. What are you going to preach on tonight? She said, I got it. Start writing. Start thinking on it. It's gone. Shut down. This happened three or four times, and I thought, well, what in the world is going on? Why in the world can I not finish a sermon? And I'll get to that here in just a little bit. Holy Spirit's always got to have it his way. And I'm learning that. I ain't perfect. I got a long ways to go. I'm learning that. So I said I had a pretty tough week for eight days now. There has been this heaviness that has been on me. It's almost like a weight that is just hanging on my heart. I can't even explain the feeling. I don't know if anybody's ever felt this. For eight days, it's been intact. It's just been, it's almost unbearable. I'd go to work. You know, I mean, I'm trying to be upbeat, and it's not working. I think the guys notice it at work. I get in my truck. I drive, and it's just, there's a pain right here deep inside. It's, I, I don't, I, there is something going on in our atmosphere. And I, I cried out, I said, God, what is going on? What is this I'm feeling? I got nothing. Three days I, I pleaded with him, Holy Spirit, tell me what it is that I am feeling. What is this that is weighing me down? I mean, I, I, it, it was horrible. I think it was a Thursday afternoon. And it's just funny how the Holy Spirit works. I wasn't even thinking about the time. I was actually, I think I was talking to Brother Roger. I was going to pick up some logs. Who knows, right? Holy Spirit. And I did all I had to do, and I was actually driving back, and it just hit me again. I said, okay, I need an answer. Holy Spirit, you got to give me something. You can't make me feel like this all the time. Holy Spirit does what he does because he's always on time. I believe that God always works in a divine time. Everything he does is on his time. He said, Troy, that feeling that you are feeling is a feeling that I feel every day. I was like, what? Why? What? You're God. He said, the Holy Spirit has every time that we don't take the word serious. Every time one of my children go astray, every time one of my people, one of my believers, get lackadaisical, go left and right, he said, that is a feeling I have of a burden for my children. He said, I have given you just a tiny feeling of what I go through every day when we disobey him when we go where we're not supposed to go, where we do where we're not supposed to do things. I said, God, but I don't want that feeling. 
you. The Holy Spirit doesn't give you choice. This is your situated in. So for eight days, I felt that feeling of burden, I guess is what it was. It was a burden. I know what pastors are going through when they say they have a burden for their people. Hey, listen, this is a feeling that, and it's still not gone. I don't know if it'll ever leave. Maybe that's something that pastors just have to deal with when you see your flock and you see one of them hurting. I feel that now. I feel hurt and pain for every person that I know, that I reach out to, that I talk to especially those that have been in the way and been in Christ and have maybe slipped away. That's the kind of pain that God feels, that we're putting him through. Sometimes we've got to stop and think it's not about us and what we feel. What are we doing to our Savior? He stretched out on that cross for us and went through what he went through, and then sometimes we turn back away from him. Why? I don't know. You know, those are... Again, I say those questions all the time that they're just, I don't believe, have answers sometimes in the kingdom work. So, yeah, I, I began to think about the services, and I was getting nervous. I told my wife, I said, I don't have nothing. I said, Roger expects me to preach Sunday night. I ain't got nothing. Holy Spirit ain't give me nothing. I've been sitting down. I've tried three or four times to write a sermon, and it said, whoop, blank. I don't know if you've ever been there, brother. I'm sure you have. I'm getting nervous, getting scared. I'm like, okay, that's it. We've got to have a talk. So, I, again, I'm with the Holy Spirit, and I'm in touch with him. And we're, I don't know if you guys do this, but we're going back and forth. The Holy Spirit will talk to you, people. If you'll open up your hearts and your minds, be still and listen, he'll let you have it. Sometimes he'll tell you things you don't want to know and you don't want to hear, but he's going to let you have it. I said, I have written or tried to write three or four different sermons, and you won't let me. He said, because, Troy... You're doing it of yourself. You're not even asking me what I want you to write down for tonight. You're putting your own words down. You're doing your own thing. Yeah, he's right, I was. I said, okay, that's fair enough. Then you give me something. I sit down in my chair. I picked up this pen. And I said, now you give me something. Mr. Holy Spirit, he said, you be quiet and write. I said, okay. I started doing this number, and the words started flowing. I mean, they just started coming, left and right. I'm like, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. JC or Brandon, I'm not sure who's putting the verse up. If you could put up Matthew 24, 44, please. Just leave that up there. We're just going to leave that for everyone to look at while I'm speaking tonight. Not every sermon is a run and shout. Not every sermon is a shout hallelujah. Some of them can be quite somber. But sometimes we need to hear the things that are tough sometimes. So I want you to keep an eye on that as I read what the Holy Spirit gave me to write down tonight. I'm trying to be, I'll try to be fairly short tonight. It won't take up a whole lot of time, I don't think, unless the Holy Spirit does something else. And this is what I wrote down. Father, I love you. I thank you, Lord, 
Lord, you knew who would be here tonight to hear these words that came from you and not from a man. You knew the exact crowd, the exact hearts that would be sitting in this place tonight for these exact words that you had given me. God, I pray that they, they go throughout, Lord, and, and that people receive them. Because, God, I believe that they are for someone tonight. Father, we love you. We will always give you the glory. You will always get the glory. We will never boast about what we've done or what we can do. It's not about us, God. It is always about you. We love you. Hallelujah. Amen. These are the words that I wrote down. The Holy Spirit gave me. March 31st, 2023, at approximately 10.30 p.m., a terrible tornado struck Solomon, Indiana, our quiet little town. Without much warning, it tore through our little town, leaving behind a path of destruction and mayhem. While some of us lay sleeping, and some were preparing themselves and their families for what seemed like a normal Friday night, we were unaware of what was about to take place. Were we ready? We go about our lives day by day, week by week, and year after year. It's business as usual. We go to work, raise our families, and do all the little things that keep us busy, keep us occupied, keep our minds full of distractions. We are indeed very busy. As I began to write down what the Holy Spirit was pouring into my mind, I could not help but wonder if we had only seen the warning signs. Why hadn't someone warned us of what was coming? But wait, were there warning signs? Were there sirens ringing out into the night in the calm before the storm? Were there people telling us what was coming? As for me, I do remember the sirens. I do remember all the warning signs and all the watchmen who tried to tell us of what was coming. Had I been so busy, had I been so caught up in my busy life that I missed it? Or maybe I had become so numb, so used to hearing all the words of all the watchmen who so desperately tried to get my attention that I just didn't take them seriously. You know how we can be. I'll have plenty of time tomorrow or the next day to get ready and get prepared. But I didn't have plenty of time. It happened. It was here. And I was not ready. It was too late. That's what the Holy Spirit laid on me tell us we always think we got another day we always think it's not going to happen I'm 54 years old I don't know that I could count the number of sermons that have been preached about the return of Christ some of you are a little older than me you probably don't have no idea how many times you've heard get ready get ready get ready it's coming yeah it, it 
it sparks our interest. We get a little bit fired up. We're like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. But then something happens. We go back out into our lives. We get busy. I believe that's why there was such a heaviness on my heart this week. Guys, I'm not trying to scare anyone. I'm not here to be gloom and doom. But there is definitely something changing in our atmosphere. You can watch the news for 10 minutes and already know something's changing. I mean, I can't tell you. We don't know day to hour. But we know he is coming. There is a day coming that if we're not ready, if we don't heed the warning signs that we've been told, if we don't listen to the words of the pastors and the teachers who've been teaching and preaching this, if we don't take it seriously, there's going to be a day coming for some. That day is going to be an awful, awful day. I don't want that for me. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for anyone. And that just, that feeling I've been having, that's the feeling that the Holy Spirit has every day when he says, I've been warning you. I've been telling you people. I've been trying to get you. Wake up. It's coming. We have got to get serious in this. You know, we, and I know we all have busy lives. But I'm going to tell you something, the devil does that. He's a master at what he does. He gets us so busy in our day-to-day -day lives, he takes us completely away and turns us away from what is so important, and that is the soon return of Christ. Again, I'm not trying to be, you know, make a downer for anybody. I'm trying to let you know that it is, and again, I can't tell you it's going to come tomorrow, but why don't we act like it could be today? Why aren't we acting like it's today? Because I guarantee you, every one of you in here, if, if Jesus Christ called you up and said, hey, hey, Kelly, um, I'm coming in, in uh, 10 minutes. I guarantee you for that next 10 minutes, you're going to be calling everybody you know. You're going to be calling your kids, your grandkids, your mama, your daddy. Everybody you can think of, hey, get ready, it's coming. He's coming. He is coming back. No man knoweth the hour or the day, but we can know the season. And we are in that season, folks. Again, I'm not trying to scare anyone. This is not popular preaching. A lot of people don't want to hear that because, you know, like I said it before, you know, we all want to go to heaven. I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. I don't want to go today. We've got things we've got to do. What is more important? What can be more important in your life than spending eternity with your Savior? The one who carried that cross up that hill. The one who took those stripes for you. The one who hung on that cross for you and I. What could be more important in our life? There's nothing. I love my wife. I love my kids with everything that I am. But he's first. 
He's number one. They know that. Time is short. Again, we've heard this for years and years and years. How much closer is it today than when we first heard that? My heart is burdened and heavy, and I know that people who have loved ones, every one of you in here have a loved one, I know that you could call if God, if, like I said, Jesus called you today and said, I'm coming back in five minutes. What are you going to do with that five minutes? What are you going to do with that five minutes that Jesus has given you? I know what I'm doing. I'm calling up some people I know. We need to be doing that every day, guys. Every day we need to be doing this. We have got to stay focused. And I know we've talked about, we get weary. Man, do we get tired sometimes. I mean, I, I know we all do. Everybody does, you know, oh, it's Sunday. I've got to go to, you know, i got to go to church. Amen. We all get tired sometimes. But that's not a sin to get tired. It's awful to give up. Never give up. Never give up. Because your salvation is depending on you in every move you make, every day that goes by. Your salvation hangs in the balance. And I know, again, I'm reminded if you go to the, the book of Matthew, and uh, 25, I believe it is, uh, 1 through 13, Jesus is talking the parable about the ten virgins. You know, ten virgins, five of them, hey, they were right on, they were spot on. The other five, when the bride, when the bride, when the groom came in the middle of the night, the cry was cried out, hey, the groom's coming. Five of them were ready. They all knew. Every one of them knew that day could come. And only five stayed prepped and ready. They had their lamps filled with oil. Is your lamp filled with oil tonight? Don't be like the five who weren't ready. Don't be like those five. Fill your lamp up every day, guys. Be ready for the coming of our Lord. The first time he came, he came as our Savior. He came as a lamb. The next time he comes back, he is coming as a lion. He is coming back as the lion of Judah. He is coming back to take back what the Satan has stolen, what he has, what he has stolen from you and I, and the sin that man has brought on. He is coming back as our judge. And that ain't popular either, but that's what it's going to be. Every one of us is going to stand before him and have account for what we did. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Because I got some things that I did that I don't, mm, mm, no, I, mm, I don't like it at all. And you do too. Like I won't, told you I wouldn't be long tonight. I'm not. But the Holy Spirit did. It grieved me for the whole week. And there was a reason for it, guys. We have got to get serious. We can't be lackadaisical. We can't get in that, yeah, I know he's coming, but, guys, it's like that storm that hit. I didn't see that. No, I, we, I never saw that coming. Did anybody else see that storm was going to hit? We've been warned 
We've been warned, and we've been warned, and we've been warned. Are we ready tonight? Are you ready? Everybody's ready. I mean, should the Savior call tonight? Are you going to make it? Are you prepared? Are your loved ones prepared? Are you ready? I am. Again, I had a week. It was just awful. But those are the weeks we have to endure. Those are the weeks you have to fight to get through. I was talking to my sister a while ago before church started. This is a battle that we are in. You think serving, you think serving Christ is easy? That's a fight. I mean, it's a fight every day. You gotta put, you gotta roll your sleeves up, put your gloves on, and you gotta go to war every day against the evil. You have to fight. You gotta stand up and go toe to toe. Don't let him back you down in a corner. I preached that before. You don't need me standing back at the back. Nothing against you, Kev. You're doing great. You hang on. You don't. We're not. We're not doormats for Satan. We are sons and daughters of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's what we are. When you become a believer in Christ, you become a child of His. You are, every one of you are now children in His kingdom. If you are a believer and you believe in Christ, you are a believer. You are a son and daughter in His kingdom. You're a citizen. How about that? That's great to be a, you know, I'm a citizen of the United States. Anymore, it don't even look so good. whoop de do. I won't be a citizen in his kingdom. That's what I'm talking about. And now that you're a citizen, guess what you get to do? You get to become an ambassador. Oh, look at there. And guess what an ambassador comes with? Comes with a little bit of work. Oh, I think half of them just went, whoop. When you become a believer in Christ, guys, there is something for each and every one of us to do. We all have family members that we got to go out and get. Ain't that right, brother? Right. Don't let that moment pass by, guys. Could you play some music? I'm so sorry, please. I told you I wasn't going to be long tonight, I'm not. Search your heart tonight. Hallelujah. God, we love you so much. Holy Spirit, you are the true gentleman. You have opened my eyes this week of the suffering that you go through. Lord, I don't want for one person, I know God, you don't want no one, no one to miss out. Father, I pray, God, if there is anyone here tonight, God, that is not ready, that is not prepared, their lamp is not full of oil, their wicks have not been trimmed. God, I pray for them people tonight, God. Hallelujah. 
Holy Spirit, you see the hearts, you see the minds of those here tonight. If you were here tonight and you would like someone to pray with you, all you got to do is just make that move. I will never go grab anyone or force anyone to do anything. If everybody here is good, that is fantastic. That makes me so happy. But I want you to search your hearts tonight. Because again, no man knoweth when his return is. After tonight, not one person in this room can say they didn't know or they haven't heard the warning signs. Warnings are all over. Hallelujah. anyone here tonight also that you need anything that you would like prayer for this is the time for it anyone here that needs a refreshing anyone here that needs a renewing anyone here that just says I am tired anyone here that wants wants God to just to work over their life for a refreshing in their soul you can pray that at your seat. You can come up. You can get around these altars. It doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we love you, Jesus. Lord, we love you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Brandon, could you put that song on, please? We're going to play this song, and then you can pray in your own way, and then I'm going to pray.